Yes, 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 yes. Hey, guys, welcome to the money flow. Always remember, folks, whatever you think about comes about and whatever you focus on grows. That's super important. I hope you begin to hear that rumble through your head. That what you think about comes about what you focus on. It grows. It's good. It's good. It's, it's actually true for good things and bad things. If you sit around thinking on bad things, you'll just get a lot of bad things in your life. And it's so simple. And, and I've tried to do everything super simple. I'm not the smartest guy. I'm not the best looking. I'm not the fastest. I'm not the, you know, so I got to just find shit that works and just be like a, you know, a hound dog on it, like a pit bull. Just, just get hold of it and straight line it. That's kind of what I was saying. Um, um, I wanted to talk to you about five things. You know, this is the Money Flow Trading Society podcast where I try to talk about money, practical applications of trading, looking at the stock market around this idea of the money flow that price moves in four stages. You also know I might have I have a podcast over at the Science of Getting Rich podcast with me that's been this ongoing two-year book study into the book, The Science of Getting Rich, that I love. It's made up of 17 chapters. You know, I have a free e-course on that. I'm still building it out. You can opt in and deal with my nonsense as I work it out. And eventually it'll be a finished product. You can unsubscribe. Subscribe back in is completely free. If I take people through that, getting them inside of the Money Flow Trading Society or getting them uh, uh, focused on on turning their life around, eliminating debt, right? Getting getting your money working for you, that anyone, regardless of age, race, or financial situation can do that, man. I believe that. And I was kind of thinking like Mondays are super important for me. So on, excuse me, Monday, Sunday nights are super important for me because I'm trying to plan what I'm really trying to do, especially the older I get, I used to go a lot harder than I do now. I'm 51 years old, man. Um, on Sunday nights, I try to decide this week, Monday through Friday, what is the single most important thing that I need to get done? Like I need to see some serious traction on it. I usually write that down and that becomes my goal. By Friday, I have to have done this, this, and this. It could be one thing. It could be three things. It could be one big thing. It could be meeting with your lawyer. It could be settling a debate. It could be paying off a debt. Like some shit that is easy to procrastinate on. It's easy to put off. It's easy to say, I'm not thinking about this right now. That's got to be done by Friday. So going into this weekend, we got that off our plate. And I always have those. It could be something to deal like I got to finish sanding down the floors over on on uh, my 10th street house because I'm dragging ass. I got to get this damn thing rented. And I know these floors are hard as physical labor. It's going to take me two or three days of straight line effort, straight line, just putting in three or four hours a day, every day for two or three days. These floors will be done, cleaned up, stuff go on. This time next week, I'm looking at renting it, but I got to be on it. So one of my goals this week, Sunday night was, hey, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I don't give a shit. Every day you're over there, but come Friday, these floors are sanded, cleaned, and ready to start putting down polyurethane. That's on my list. Um, you know, I tell people, so I hope you have something on your list because when I finish that, I'm going to make more money. My property's going to improve, and I've got this task off my list. Now, here's something else that I do for my real estate friends. If you own properties, if you get a project like that, turn it into a project. Like I came home, and I like started looking at what other people do. I've got some books I thumbed through I got on YouTube. And listen, I'm not doing it the right way. I always kind of call it the Peter's way. And because I get a lot of you guys in the trades, you'll hit me back and say, hey, Gerald, if you'd use this tool, if you do this, if you do that, I know you're right because it's all you do. 
And if you straight line and you just are, you're a framer, then fuck yeah, 10 years of framing, you're gonna know way more than I know, right? But I'm a real estate uh, researcher, right? I'm a property manager. I buy them. I got to get the financing. Oh, I got to go make money to get the money to buy, to get the financing. I manage the property. I repair the property. I do the drywall, the painting, the flooring, the cabinets, the counters, the everything, right? I clean the outside. I paint. I do every, I don't do the roofing or the electrical or, or the plumbing, but I get the parts for a lot of that. I build out the framing around a lot of that. So like when my plumbers come in, I got to go in, I, you know, we take everything out or I let them take it out, to be honest. And then now I got to frame it all back. I got to clean it, fix it and repair any dry wood, get it all back in. Each time that I complete a task, I want to be a little bit better carpenter, know a little bit more about the product, know a little bit more about what's going on. And if I get a chance to get into, say, the foundation or get into this and that, I want to come away from that project knowing more so that the next project is faster, streamlines it. And that's my second point. I look at. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of going over five things in my head. One, strategize. I just told you by Friday, I got to have something big done. Two is process. Number three is I'm going to reflect on last week. What was last week's big thing? Did I get it done? Sometimes I don't, man. Be honest. I'm not Superman. Number four, I want to be trying to learn something new, at least on the surface level every week. Like get an audio book about, I don't know. Just pick something, man. And and it could be shit like what it, you know, practically it would be like, and I and I know this sounds dumb, how to use an iPhone 11 better. If you just take a week and spend 30 minutes a day, just your leisure time, you're in bed, you, you and it may be like buying a fucking magazine. I saw a magazine at Kroger's and it was like 11 bucks, it was like 12 bucks, it's expensive. And it was like how to use the iPhone 11. But guess what? I found two things in there. I didn't know, I didn't know you could do that. Like it was cool. So I learned something. So I've got my mind on a task that isn't business necessarily, but guess what? That could help me in business. So I spent a little time learning how to use the calculator, like every day, fucking that calculator, the calendar, fucking with it and finding apps that interface with it. And like, could I actually use this in a productive way? And then I, I get as far as I get next week. It's something else, man. Maybe it's email. Maybe it's fucking the blockchain. Maybe it's, uh, uh, uh here a while back, I got a, uh, I went and bought a, uh, what do you call it? A router, right? And I went and I just routed. And I started just fucking routing scrap boards at the property and I just changed them out and, and I just fucked with it, man. And I know a little bit more. So when a project comes, at least I know how to plug it in. I know how to put the fucking route bits in. I know how to hold the board. I mean, I know some things so I can get on it, but I don't have a project to do with that right now. Number four. So I want to read and learn something new audio. I want to live in a grateful abundance. Now you'll hear people say that, be grateful, this and that. What I'm saying here is to demonstrate it. Don't just say that shit. Like, do something. Be abundant. Like, do some shit only a dude that's a fucking abundant would do. Let me give you an example. I go in the store and I get, kid you not, I've done this. I do this, not all the, I don't want to sound like I'm fucking money bags. I don't do it like that. Let's say I go to a bar and it'd be a dude, girl, whatever, working. They seem nice. They're friendly to me. Oh, hey, kind of make me feel welcome. And I order a Red Bull. I just give them the 20 and say, keep it. Now, I do this all the time, though, dude. If I go to lunch, I do this all the time. I probably spend, seriously, $200 a week just giving money away. Yeah, maybe not 200 but no, probably 200 Now, you may live in 
LA where it's just restaurants and you're always out and you're some big businessman, that may not be nothing. But I live in a small ass town in Texas. Like, what are you gonna do? Chip them at Chevron? Shit, I'll I've done that. You keep it. And they're like, what? You keep it. I got more money than I need. You don't have to say that, but that's kind of how I'm thinking. It's like money comes to me. Money, like I want to be in abundance. And so I want to be grateful. And one way to be grateful is just be generous when no one even asks you to. Or if you're in a tip, fucking double it up, man. Just be generous. But at the same time, smart, not stupid, not breaking yourself. I think you get what I mean. So I'm looking to strategize. What's one big thing I can knock out that week? What could I do to improve my processes like throughout the week? Like what, what am I working on? Is there anything I could streamline? So I've been trying, I've been applying for some, some loans, right? Uh, I'm looking at buying a multifamily in, in the New Orleans area. And so I'm trying to get pre-approved and I've got, I'm dealing with a couple lenders and I'm self-employed. So it's kind of an issue, but I'm noticing like they're, they all ask for basically the same thing. They want two years tax returns. All right. Well, it dawned on me, you know what I should start doing? I should just get a fucking drive, dude. And every time they ask me that, put that shit on the drive. It's all digital now. And I'll just have this drive and I'll go put it in my safe. And when my taxes update, I go put it on the drive. When my brokerage account updates, I put on, or I just put it by the fucking computer. And about once a month, I would plug this in and hit fucking boom. And then the next time I went to apply for money, it's all right there. That would be an improved process. But I, I don't know. I mean, okay, what would be the best drive to use for that? What's one that we can have? Like, So that could be uh, uh, one of the things you read on or think on or study on. Remember, I was talking about learning just some new stupid task, like how to do that better. That's something that you what, – what about those drives or storing your crypto in an off-key off wallet? Like, or not off-key, but off the blockchain, off the internet. You know you can do that. Maybe do it with 100 bucks. Go buy one. Put a hundred bucks on it, take it off the, the blockchain, look at it, put it back on just to say that you know how to do it. That would be fun. That should be a project for us in the Money Flow Trading Society. We should all go out. Yeah, yeah, let's do this. Let's do, if you're in, email me. Don't be lazy. DM me, text me. I got three, 400 people listening to this. We got about 450 people in the Money Flow Trading Society. I got... 97,000 followers on Instagram, probably half of them are bullshit, right? So let's say I got a legit 30,000. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and DM me, text me, email me, whatever. If you, here, now here's the requirements. You're not very good with blockchain or Bitcoin. Like you just started doing it or you know some shit, but you've never bought an offsite thing and you've never put crypto onto it. Uh, let we could do that together. That is an easy one. I should start assigning these just basic things that we really all should know, right? We should know that. That's something we should know how to do. That isn't that complicated. That anybody with a computer and a fucking USB port or a C port, you know, everything's going to C ports now. We should be able to do that, and we should be able to do that comfortably. Like transfer the money, put it on there. It's off our Coinbase account now. It's on this thing. Go plug that thing in and then send it back to another. Like we could make a little game out of that. Anyway, I get sidetracked. Straight line, Gerald. Let's check the mailbox, man. <clears throat> if, it, if you ever send me an email, I may read it. I will never mention your name or make funny. Well, I might make fun of you, but I never mention your name. So... Maybe let's not start with. Some of them are long, right? This is a good one. Praise to the money flow. Emails entitled, thank you. 
Hi, Mr. Peters. Using your teachings for these few months has been a blessing. It's better to give than to receive, right? I started an account for my 16-year-old son with $700 so far. I know this is a small sum of money. And while doing research, I bought TRCH at $1.37. He literally bought right at the breakout. Actually, a little bit above. I went and looked. I think I think $1.19 was your, your point. But I'm getting sidetracked. Uh, he bought $1.37. It is now $8.71. It went to $14. So, sir, I'm hoping... See, when it goes parabolic, we trim a little. Now, if it's a big-ass move, maybe trim like 10% and then wait a day. My, it might do it again. And if it does it again, trim 10%. And we want to scale out as this thing goes higher so that at the top, in a perfect world, at the top, Money Flow Society, you should be at about half a position. Let me say it again. At the top. So as you begin to learn stage one, stage two, stage three, if you can melt and mix with the chart, if you can become one with the thing in which it is you're trying to discover, understanding the stage one, the stage two markup, and the stage three accumulation zone is a spiritual event. When you begin to do this, see, you begin to understand that the indicators, the indicators are only there, only there to give us guidance and point. But once you become in tune with the money flow, I don't even know that you need them, man. Fuck it. Maybe just a chart and RSI. It's all you need, man. You can draw the lines. He says, I'm not sure it will hold up at this price. However, I am selling some taking profits. Congratulations, sir. Uh, and leave some in the account. Beautiful. Thank you. You're very welcome, sir. Trail out of that stock. Get down to about 50%. If it's a pure swing trade, the goal is to get completely out. Take it down to about 25%. When you get a sell signal, sell the rest. You made your money. You got in, you wrote it up, you took some off, let the stages happen, take it down, and then when you get the sell signal, get out. If you're position trading it, meaning you want to maintain a position in it, you want to build it up over time, uh, you could take some down, let it stage one, and then let it come in, and then you don't buy again until it goes into a stage one, and then you start loading up. Look how we played Roku. Roku's breaking out. Go check out Atos, Atos, A-T-O-S, baby, R-O-K-U. Roku, right? We're making money. What else are we making money in today? We got some shit under pressure. I don't want to give you the example, the impression that we're the oracles, but we kind of are. Money Flow Trading Society. MFG. So I'm sure you've seen my new logo. What's up, man? MFG. Money Flow Gang. That's the guys that trade stocks with me. This is about as mushy as I'm going to get. Second page of my little 10-page pitch letter for my new course. If you've just started stock trading, you should let me help you. I'm doing a little course. I'm pre-selling it right now. It's going to be a 47 bucks. No big deal. I'm going to show you like $4,700 worth of information. Seriously. right? Not that you couldn't go learn it for free. I don't know if your time is of no value, but if you want to spend a hundred hours learning about the indicators and then figuring out how to do them on the chart. You want to sit and go through that? Good. Do it. I encourage you. If you just want to get to that and then we can move on and start trading stocks, that's what this course is. It's 40 bucks. I'm going to sell it for 47, but it's on pre-order for my friends and family right now. Yeah, I'll charge my family because they need to learn too. 40 bucks. Go read the 10 page thing. Click my link, man. Click my link and read the 10 page uh, letter. If you're on the podcast, Obviously, you can't see me pointing because I'm on YouTube at the same time. 
but do the same thing. Go get it. If you're a friend of mine, get it. I'm sure I'll say something in there that's worth 40 bucks. I am positive I will say something in that thing that is worth 40 bucks, okay? Science of Getting Rich, which I've been teaching for two years, no says give more, give people more in use value than you ask for in monetary value. So I want you to get this, look at this, get this course, read this, and at the end say, I owe Gerald another $400. I don't want you to give it to me, but I want you to feel like you owe me $400. It's entitled Getting Started with Stock Charts, The Money Flow Way. Let's go back to the mailbox. Woo, this is a good one. You know, I give away my free book. You don't have to die broke. That book is for you, man. That book is to save your life, right? Now, some of that in there, I don't personally do anymore. In there, I say you shouldn't have credit cards. I use credit cards, but I'm rich, <laughs> right? I pay mine off, shit, every day. I'm banging American Express, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100. Why? Because I'm using that shit all day long for business. So I pay on that card every day, bro. And you say, why? When I collect rent, I immediately move money over to my a segregated account to pay taxes. Why? Because the one motherfucker that could sink me is the government. I got to pay the king, man. So as a steward of a land, as a landlord, as in a purveyor of all that I see and own, I am responsible to pay the king. So we first and foremost must pull money out, segregate it aside. And I do it on an app on my phone these days. I take one rent check, boop, one in 12 or one in 15. Boop. And that's what we're going to pay Uncle Sam with. We, and if we're a little short, we can just add to it. We take off for expenses. What is left is profit. I move profit into another account. I don't tap that account unless that account gets really high. Because if I need backup money, I pull from that account. And so I structure. It's a tangled web, man. I don't know that you need to do all of that. Blank here. For starters, I live in Austin with my girlfriend, Sarah, and dog, Dax. I love that. I love that he mentioned his dog. I'm a dog guy. I let my renters have dogs as long as they treat them like human beings. The guy said, what do you mean? I said, you have to treat your dogs like children. The only people I rent to are crazy people with dogs like me who treat their dogs better probably than their children, if I was being honest. At one time, I had five Rottweilers living in my house, big ones, and I had five therapeutic mattresses. So if you ever see my bedroom, I built it out, dude. I had to push it out. And my bedroom is fucking, it's ridiculously large. Depending on where you live, I guess. <laughs> Huge room. Honestly, you could sleep 16 people in this room. It's a massive bedroom. Massive. So far, when I moved in, the, my TV, I, had to, I was like, what the fuck, man? You had to go get a 65-inch TV because it's just that big. And I, the reason I did that is I had five full grown Rottweilers that I treated like little babies because I worked from home. So they were always with me. They'd go to job sites. They would be here. I trade during the day. So they're here with me. And I, and I just, I wanted to make their life comfortable. And I love these dogs, right? And, and you do stupid shit for your animals. And I like people like that. I started my journey. Oh, oh, oh. They moved here in, here in Texas. They're living in Austin from Oregon about two years ago to after college to find better opportunities and careers in construction project management. You know, I like that, man. Guy like this probably be like, Gerald, what in the fuck are you doing? I write mine on pieces of paper. It's been great so far. My work takes me all over Texas. We'll have to meet up, bro. Beat me up. Beats the hell out of giving all of my money to the fucked up state of Oregon. I started my journey to... 
to writing this email realizing in 2019 that I was broke as shit. I love it, man. Let's be real. Where are we at right now? What are your assets? What are your debts? Those are liabilities, baby. What do you owe on and what do you own? We've got to get what you own bigger than what you owe on, right? That just, that's basics. That's called getting the buckets right. And that's what this story is about, getting the buckets right. I love, I get these every day, dude. Complete fucking strangers send me a text message or an email or whatever and say, Gerald, I read your free ebook, uh, horribly written, love the message, changed my life, thank you. <laughs> I paid, Oh, realizing I was broke as shit, always had been, and it had me pissed off. You hear me saying that? Get pissed off, man. I found you on Instagram shortly after that. Look at that. I'm only looking for people who are looking for me. You've heard me say that for years. That's you too. You want to sell cars to a guy who wants to buy a car. You want to sell a house to a guy looking to buy a house. Like it ain't that complicated. So we're only looking for people who are looking for us. So if you make music, you're not trying to sell it to the world. You're trying to sell it to your people. Come on, man. Come on, man. The, he said, I found you on Instagram. The realest shit I had heard the first time I heard you say, what do you think about comes about and what you focus on grows. That was pre-COVID. And since then, I put put in more hours. Woo, eighth day, baby. Man, this guy just digested the teaching. I could turn your life around. If you listen to the shit I say, get through my babbling and mumbling and do exactly what the fuck I tell you to do, I promise you, you will have a one fucking 80 in your life. You will get your shit together. You'll begin to learn more, do more, be more, and have more because the universal principle of prosperity is that more attracts more. So we got to stop the fucking drainage. So the first thing we got to do is get your budget right, get your money making, and start working more and talking and hanging out with people less. You have to get completely on fucking purpose. Sunday night, number one. What is it? Strategize. What this fucking, this coming Sunday, I'm going to give you till then to get your shit out of your system. Stop being stupid. Become this Sunday night. You're going to strategize one big fucking goal that you're going to accomplish the following week to get your shit together. You're going to list by the end of the following Friday, you're going to know every debt you have to the fucking penny. You're going to know how many accounts you have, how much you have in this. Anything with your fucking name on it, you should either print it off or have it in front of you. Let's go. Let's go, man. Come on, man. That was pre-COVID. Since then, I put in more hours learning the eighth day. He didn't say it, but that's what it was. Learning from you. Then I then I have my job that I do 60 hours a week. I became obsessed with building wealth and still am. Watch what happens when my man. I don't give a shit how old you are. If you're black, white, Mexican, I don't give a fuck if you're from India or a fucking Martian. If you decided tomorrow to get fucking richer, guess what happens? You get richer. I'm getting pissed just talking about it right now. I'm getting pissed because if I had you and your life and your fucking money, I would be rich. Er, richer than you. In one fucking day, I'd pass you. Seriously, if I went to most of your houses and sat down, looked at all of your shit, everything you own, what you're doing, what you buy, what you spend your money on, your goddamn portfolio, I'll pull mine up in just a second. Let's look at yours. Pull it up, and we're going to see what the fuck is going on in your life. We're gonna, I'm going to look at your phone. What the fuck you've been searching? All you see on mine. So we're going to go look. 
We're going to pull it up. And I look at my shit like 60 times a day. Seriously, maybe not 60. Some days, maybe. What are we at? Oh, look. What does that big number say? $623,705. That shit better be more tomorrow, baby. Shit, that ain't my money. That's trading money. Got a couple other accounts. What? The goal, one milli. That goal started 18 years ago, and I am right fucking there. I was over it the other day, but as the market do it, the market taketh and the market giveth. That's what happens in the stock market. And you can root for me, man. Root for me. Shit. What do you think I do when someone buys a book? I put it in the stock market. Dead to, dead to truth. All my side hustles my entire life have been to make money. Meaning the reason I do the hustles not to pay my bills. The reason I do the hustle is to buy the rental property. And when I get enough money, good. Boom. Buy it. Maybe I stop it. Maybe I keep it going. If that shit's still working, I go do it again. And I'll just keep fucking doing it over and fucking over until it stops working. And so I've had 20, 30, 40 different side hustles along the years. Man, I've done all kinds of shit that I would do just for a minute or just because I needed three more fucking thousand dollars. And so I go help this guy or I go do that. I'm just pushed. I need it. And then I get it. And I, all right, cool. Now what? Now I got to put my focus on this new property. I got to put my focus on this house, man. And so I got to get Sunday night. I got to sit down and say, okay, I got to strategize. What is the biggest fucking thing I need to accomplish this week? And it starts at the basics and works up. So for me, it's securing a $600,000 loan. For you this, this week, it might be just fucking paying your car off, man. Like just own something. Own a fucking thing in your life. Like go get it. Put some money into some stocks that you don't fucking need ever. Like if the goal is just watch it go to a million fucking dollars. That's the goal. And then you want this thing to send you $5,000 a month to your house. This phone will send me $5,000 a month soon. Oh, here you go, Gerald. Here you go, Gerald. Here you go, Gerald. From the shit I did in the past, decisions I made then, things that I decided 10 years ago that I sat down, fucking strategized and said, listen, in 10 fucking years, this house will be worth this. So the property I'm fixing to buy, I'm getting a $600,000 loan. Don't you know I've already looked to see what it'll be worth in a decade when they give me a million dollars? Come on, man. They're going to give me a million dollars on the next roll-up. This roll-up I'm getting two. I'm selling for 211. They're going to give me 190. Oh, baby, I'm just a baby at this. I'm just getting going. I've only been on this for 18 years. Had a guy once said, well, man, how come you don't have a lot more? Shit, life is hard, bro. I never made more than $12 an hour working at a job. Not to say I haven't made good money. I make a lot more than that now. I'm saying at a job, that's all I ever made. So Robert Kiyosaki, hey, I appreciate you tuning into the money flow. We got Bitcoin down. We got Roku up big. We've got ATO, so I'm up 600%. I'm going to brag a little. Oh, last year I did 2,500% in BNGO, and I'm up on that this year too, baby. I'm going to catch me a 1,000 percenter. I do almost every year. Why? I'm formulating it right now, please. What you think about comes about. What you focus on grows. I need a 1,000 percenter, baby. I need to cover up some mistakes. Come on, man. I need a 1,000 percenter. I know I got one in this portfolio. If you go to the petersreport.com and you go look and you go look into some of those penny stocks. No, there's a motherfucker in there that's going up a thousand percent. Atos is up 600. 
and periodically I add new ones. And sometimes I'm early, man. I'm early a lot. I'm early a lot because I buy the stage one. It looks like stage one. I start nibbling. Fuck, if I'm anything, I'm consistent. I'll buy every stage one, every bottom, all the way down. If I get onto an idea, if I believe fundamentally like the EV trade, workhorse has been killing it, ride, made a, made a, made a little bit or got out early, that trade's going to pay us. Uh, the, before that, I was saying utility stocks, that paid us. Before that, I was saying gold stocks, that worked. Like I've been pretty on these. It's just my timing, man. You might come in, we might get in a little bit early. The thesis is rarely wrong and the money flow always buys the bottom and the bottom and then the breakout, right? And then we sell the tops, all of them. Which ones are we going to sell? All of them. What we got to define is our time in the middle. All right, so let's keep reading. My man here moved to Austin from Oregon. He began to, he made, I'm broke. I need to stop being broke. I need to make radical changes in my life. I need to institute the eighth day. And I became obsessed with wealth building. I paid off enough debt to get my net worth to zero right as COVID hit. I'd rather be worth zero because it's all mine then, right? See, if you owe 50000 if you owe 50 I used to say this to my son all the time as an illustration. I'd say, son, I'd say it out of the blue. Why? I want him to get this. If your friend owes 100000 and my son was trying to get to 100000 in the bank. And I was trying to explain to him. And he's like, doesn't feel like a lot. I was like, oh, it's a lot, baby. But I like that thought. I like the thought that you think 100000 is not a lot. I like that. If that means you hold the 100 because you want to go get more. And I and he was working to get 100000 right? And he was real close. And and I said to him, if your friend owed 100 and you have 100 what's the difference? I wanted him to understand it wasn't 100000 it's a lot more than that. You say, well, it's 200000 No, no. It's a lot more than that. It's a lot more than that. That's if you're going to, that is if you're going to write a check and pay it off in one day. That ain't going to happen. You're going to be paying on this shit for the rest of your fucking life. So you're going to drag out this 100000 And all that money you're dragging out and all that interest and wasted fucking time could have been being invested in, I don't know, Bitcoin when it was 8000 a coin. Could have been invested in my friend. Uh, uh, where's it at? Uh, uh, I put, uh, oh, I bought TRCH at $1.37. It's now $8.71 using the money flow. Thank you, sir. Oh, what if you had to put 100000 in that? That's 800 fucking thousand, just like that. The same way this guy put $100, he put $137 into this and wrote it, and it went to 14 That's $107, $137 going to 1400 It could have been 1.3 mil. Going to 14 mil. It's fractal. Add a zero, add a zero, add a zero. This is the power of getting your buckets right is that you now have fucking zeros to add to the positive, not to the downside. Not to just holding this, dragging it out, keeping it like a fucking pet as it just sucks at you and sucks at you and money just drips the fuck out your door. No, man. Your money drips into shit that goes up. That's a fucking monumental switch right there. Because if you live five, six fucking years, guess what you missed? Not only were you paying on debt, but if you'd have bought a house five years ago, you just made a hundred fucking grand on one house. Due to appreciation, due to loan pay down, due to cash flow, maybe sweat equity, you made a hundred fucking grand. What if you'd have done one a year the last five years? 
So now what happens? This guy's still paying on that hundred. He pays on it. He's barely, you know, he's just getting through the month. He ain't doing any investing. He's, yeah, he's paying down his debt, but he ain't doing no investing. Five years goes by. And during that five years, I go over here and I go, buy a house, buy a house. I don't have this loan because I knocked it out real fast, right? This is what happens in a five-year switch. And you're seeing my friend describe his switch. So over the five years, when other my buddy didn't buy shit and I bought five houses, what is that? That looks like almost a million dollars. In a five-year period, I acquired a million dollars in assets. You say, well, you don't own them all. Not yet. But in time, I will certainly. Time times amount times yield, man. Once you, this is millionaire math. It's not paying out shit. It's collecting shit. Once you own shit that just pays you money, it goes up in perpetuity. So the 600,000, well, it's about 500,000 in dividend stocks on here. Pay me about uh, 18, 19,000, 18 to anywhere from 16 to $2,000 a month. There's big months, low months. I don't need the money. It's reinvested. It buys more shares. Now, what if I'm throwing 2,500? That's 5,000 a fucking month going into the stock market. Plus, you're getting paid. Oh, by the way, I'm still doing other stuff. That doesn't preclude me from doing other things. Starting ventures, having been just the fucking mind switch of eliminating debt, increasing income, and begin investing in a short window. Watch. I bet this is what he says. I get fired up, man. I appreciate you tuning in to the money flow, man. My name is Gerald Peters. I wrote a book called The Money Flow Trading System. Um, sold thousands of them. I mean, I just have stacks and stacks and stacks of just fucking emails, DMs, text people thanking me. And then I created an ebook called You Don't Have to Die Broke that I give away to people. And they can just do what they want with it. And it talks about getting your life right, paying off debt, getting it structured. Now we could argue, you're like, well, I like to get the point. Do whatever, man, as long as you're doing the shit you're supposed to be doing. But if you're worried about fucking points and not S&P points, you got your shit fucked up. All right. Let's see. He got to zero when COVID hit. I worked while I worked the whole time and it did not affect my income. Beautiful. I brought home 65,000 in the year 2020 and got my buckets on track with over 30K of it. 15 months later and my net worth sits at about $58,000. He goes from zero in 15 months to being worth $58,000. He goes from zero. I didn't fucking write this. This is a dude emailing me in. He makes 65,000 a year. Let that sink in. A year. Right? He, that's not out of the park. He's making a, 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 an honest, good, average American living, right? About 65,000. Maybe a little higher. I think average is 55,000. Right? And, and, and what does he do? He said, I got rid of debt. Guess what? When you don't owe anybody, guess what you have? Money. Fucking money. And he said, what did he become obsessed with? Building wealth. Okay, so not hookers. He didn't get obsessed with hookers or snorting cocaine or buying boats or fucking sea dues or going on trips. He said he got obsessed with what? Money. Building wealth. I didn't say for your whole life. People sometimes I say and people are like, well, I just want to have some fun. Look, fuck nuts. I'm saying do it for a period of time so that you can lay the fucking foundation so that other people don't have to carry your ass. Like it's a, not, it's a very short fucking commitment. If most people would just take seven fucking years out of their life to be responsible, the whole fucking seven, they would all be rich. They would all, they, compounding is a wonderful fucking thing. 
all you got to do, not owe people, means don't spend fucking money you don't have, period. And then prepare an emergency fucking fund because life will slap you. Two, take other money and begin to invest it immediately. Four, begin to educate yourself on what the fuck you're investing in. It is that fucking simple. Number five is repeat. And if you begin to do that, the life change, you go from zero to 58 fucking thousand because I gave him a free ebook. Free. And I, well, I need to go see a guru. No, you need to sit the fuck down and have an honest moment with yourself. Look at your portfolio. Write them down. Take a pencil and write these stocks on a piece of fucking paper. And if you notice they're all the same sector, you have a fucking problem on your hands. You don't need me to tell you this. You don't need me. I don't need to come to your house, sit down with you and say, oh, let me do, let me, like you need to open your eyes right now. I've given you all the tools you need to dominate this stock market. You know how to buy every fucking bottom, all of them. People say, which bottom? All of them. You have the ability, the know-how, and you can see it. I didn't make the shit up. You can look at charts and see it. How you apply it is up to you. And here's how I apply it every fucking day. And guess what happens? My account goes larger and fucking larger and larger and larger and more attracts more and more money, makes more money, and the trades get bigger and the returns get bigger. Why? Because I took a period of time where I sat down and honestly fucking applied myself. That's why. That's exactly it. So the next person that's in my group that I see and your charts are all fucked up and you didn't order this 40 fucking dollar thing, don't waste my time asking me a question. Because obviously it's not worth at least 40 bucks. Fuck's sake, man. Some of you, I talked to a guy the other day, man, he's got like 600,000. He had a free fucking account. I was like, are you kidding me? I've given you the keys to how to double that. All you have to do is literally apply yourself, like care. Just get up and fucking look and do it every day. Repetition is the mother of skill. It drives me crazy, dude. I've poured it out into people. There are stocks that pay 9, 10, 11, 12% dividend yields. Every so often they go on extreme lows. What happens if you just the rest of your fucking life just buy some every time? What do you think happens in 10 years? You buy mortgage REITs every time they go into a stage one. You don't over-fucking-think it. You just buy some. You invest into yourself through the money flow into your portfolio that you can view 50 fucking times a day on your phone. And then you go about your day. And you take the week and you sit down and you say, all right, I'm going to strategize this week. What is the most important stock that I want to add to? And you put your attention on that. This week, I am buying more Uber. And if you see, I do this every once in a while. What is that about? It's about pushing myself to do it. And you see, but one of it goes down. Good. I'll take my eye off of that one and I'll pick a new one. And what is that doing? It's forcing me to be about at least one thing. Straight line. Process. How do I improve my trading process more? How can I look less confused? Why do sell-offs scare me and not excite me? What if I made one new trading contact a week? Some of you are in a trading group called the Money Flow Trading System. Nobody even knows who the fuck you are or what you do because you're so busy. You're so busy.
whenever I do real estate projects, I, I drop them in, uh, uh, shit, I kind of use our discord, like my only fans or something like I drop my pictures of my real estate properties in there. I keep Bitcoin updated. I'm watching Bitcoin. Man, I'm, this guy's got me fired up, dude. He goes from zero to $58,000. Some of you are still fucking around. You make more than this kid does. You've been trading with me for two years and you ain't got 58000 Listen to what I just said. He had fucking zero. He makes 65000 a year. In 15 months, he has a net worth of 58000 If you haven't done that, why the fuck not? How the fuck can you know me, have access to me? You can text me. Let's see if somebody's texting me. Let's see. I probably know. Look. All right. Look at all these. These are people texting me questions. Bought a book asking. You know why? Because they're trying to fix their shit. They want to go from zero to 58,000. That's what they want to do. Matter of fact, fuck this. Smoke it. Do 100. I don't know. If you're making 100,000, you could do 100, right? If you're making 200,000, you should be a 208 if you're doing what this kid's doing. I am working on getting into real estate now, multiple streams of income. I, I added that. And now trying to start my own business. Woo wee. I know. I, I now believe with certainty that I'll be very wealthy and successful no matter what life throws at me, primarily thanks to you. Well, I'll take that, but probably not. It's wild to me as a 26-year-old man with a respectable career, but we don't want, know what he does when he's alone. Maybe he's not so respectable. I don't know. I'm just kidding, bro. That my main mentor is a hard-ass stock wizard I've never met who looks like Coors Light as much as I do. Oh, who likes Coors Light? All right, we got the same beer taste. That's kind of cool. Stock wizard. I kind of like that. Stock wizard. Let's play with that. I know that seems pretty obvious, but. Um, what's even wilder is that I've gained more from you personally than financially. Sending, sending the utmost condolences with respect for you handling the recent tragedy. Some of you don't know, my son passed away. Woo, nothing worse, bro. I don't know, man. I don't know what you're facing right now, what's going on in your life, but losing a child is worse. I'm working on funding right now for a multiplex in a vacation area. I'm trying to borrow $600,000. I'm working on my stock portfolio every day. You know that. I push out the Peters Report into the universe, which is my financial holdings, my trading, my penny stock holdings, my crypto holdings. I push that into the universe just here. Right. And then I have friends and family, and we're in this little group called the Money Flow Trading Society where I let them know in real time, hey, baby, I'm fixing to do this. Hey, I'm... And I send them little love letters, letting them know what I'm doing so they can ride along. But in the midst of that, tragedy happens. Life's going to hit you. You're going to have to bury a child. You're going to have a friend of mine had a son get leukemia, cost them almost a million dollars. You're going to have kids go crazy. I got a friend whose child killed someone, went to prison. It's, uh, that's life, man. My man here is 26. I didn't have any of these problems at 26. Man. You know, I didn't have my son, Ethan, until I was 32 years old. You know, he died this last year. And 
you know, you got to eat the next day, man. You know, you got a kingdom to run. You got to hold shit together for family. You know, it's tough, man. And, you know, it's my prayer for you. You don't ever deal with that, bro. I don't want any of you to deal with that. But you're going to have trials. This dude's going to have problems. And he knows that. And he needs to prepare for that. And one way is the do-over account, meaning we got to look at the possibility of a do-over where you lose your job, you got to move to a different city. Like your life's got to be structured where you could make that move. And that's usually through having liquidity, you know, having a reserve, having a backup. And you grow that over time. We don't want to live in fear. God doesn't give us the spirit of fear. We're not living in fear. We're just preparing for the possibility. It's called a do-over account. And, and, and that could look like paid off a piece of land. That could look like uh, some of that could be fucking Bitcoin. You say, how's oh, that? Because you can borrow against it. It can just be assets that, you, you know, it, it doesn't have to all be in, in all cash. But, um, you know, I would have a chunk of money before I put some of that in Bitcoin. But I had some of that in gold. I, mine got large enough that I paid off some real estate. And I know I could always borrow against it or sell it or whatever. And is that instant? No. So I do need some other money. But if you're, you know, if your reserve backup account gets to be like 100000 200000 you 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 know, you want to put it in something that it could go up a little bit that isn't risky and paid for real estate is about as risk free as it gets. Man. Um, what's even wilder is that I've gained more from you. Let's see. We already did that. So I'm writing you hopefully to join the Money Flow Trading Society as I finally feel that I've learned enough from you through your books to become an active member. I look forward to hearing back from you. Thanks again for all you do. Yes, sir. Application approved. You say, what do you mean? That's the perfect applicant, bro. This is what I thought of when I created it, man. This is what people don't get. They're like, oh, let me get in your group. It's like, man, I don't even fucking know you, man. Fuck out of here. This isn't some transaction that you can do with a fucking stranger. And that's not what I'm doing, man. That's not what it is. I'm not trying to sell you some bullshit, man. I told you earlier, I'm doing this $40 course for, you know, how to use, how to set up your stock charts. And it doesn't have to be with stockcharts.com as long as you know can you, you know your problem is your settings may be different but is the general directions will be the same right and it, it's i need process man i want them to go through process why because if you go through process then you being a trade like if you're all fucked up at home don't have an emergency fund you got all this debt how long do you think you're going to trade with me be real bro the chances of you staying with me for the next 20 years as we grow rich fucking slim to none you're not going to do it you're not. You're going to quit. You're going to join. You're going to be in like three months and leave. I don't want that. You know what I want? I want 500 fucking people that never quit. That the whole time they're doing the same as me. Adding to the buy and hold. Waiting for Bitcoin to set up. They're swing trading and they're just about this fucking thing all the time. It's just part of who they are. Oh, and they go fishing. Oh, and they have this life. Oh, they're and they're doing this, man. This is just about keeping their mind on it. What you think about comes about. What you focus on grows. So guess what? Don't focus on your retirement and then wait till you're old and you're going to be like, oh, I don't have any money to retire. No shit. No shit. You didn't focus on it. The reason you don't have more wealth this week is last week you didn't make it a fucking priority. What if it just becomes a priority all the fucking time? Like being smart, spending your money smartly. First, out of debt. Two, build up thing. Three, get your, your credit right. Oh, open a brokerage account. Oh, open a, oh, right. See, and as we begin to, oh, we're going to add on a real... A, a, a rental property. Oh, we need another account. Oh, we need health insurance. Like, you see how your life begins to fucking expand? 
and you got all this shit to do. And now you got multiple tax returns. What is going to have to happen? Like you got to be bigger before you receive that, man. This is why people who get sudden wealth, you know, become a millionaire and they lose is they were never millionaires. No process. They just receive the end result of fucking process. They receive the end result of a lifetime of fucking applied focus. And if you get it like that and you never had it, you just go, you just keep doing what the fuck you're doing. And if what the fuck you were doing would have got you there, you probably wouldn't have been playing the lottery. And so they lose all their fucking money. Unless they're smart enough to give it to someone who's going to do this shit for them, you know? So this week, man, we're going to wrap it up here. I appreciate you guys listening, man. I love you, man. You know that. I do. Even the hecklers. I love them too, man. Even the shit, some of them I make fun of. And then I end up that they were friends of mine. I didn't even know I was heckling you. Uh, go grab a copy of The Money Flow. Go get the newsletter. Let's get your shit turned around like my friend here from Oregon who moved to Austin. Appreciate you coming to Texas, bro. Fucking, we're going to, MFG's going to fill Texas. And then when I head to New Orleans. Um, you know, I go live every Sunday, 9 a.m. Central Time, trying to cover charts. Trying to drive home the four stages of price movement. I hope you'll join me for that. Uh, you can always find me over at thepetersreport.com or at fullauto11 on IG. Follow me on YouTube too, man. I appreciate it. Help a brother out. I try to keep it simple and short. I don't do any editing. Guy, I get asked all the time, can we edit your own? No, fuck it. We don't need to edit, man. If I gotta, if I keep messing up, I just won't do it. I, I don't, I don't, you know, you know, maybe in the future, maybe in the future we'll do that. You know, over a thousand people a day listen to my podcast. I don't edit shit. I just talk. I come on there with a message. I got a basic outline. I got a fucking plan. It's not made up in my head. And, uh, you know, we work on it, but let me tell you something, man. I did not go to an Ivy league college. I am not a lawyer. I am not a doctor, a dentist. I am not an accountant. I am not a large business owner. I am not a, you know, I didn't go to college. I don't have a degree in writing. Um, I don't have any background in production or producing or making or, you know, property management or any of the things that I do on a daily basis. I do all my own accounting, right? I do all my own property management. I do my own remodels. I create my own newsletters. I push out my own content. I respond to every DM and text. Like, this is just me. Just me being me, man. And, 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 and now there's people that help me with stuff behind the scenes, um, but never like a DM, a text, or a message. So when you insult me, you're insulting me personally. So don't worry about that. I'll see it. Um, or if you're thinking me, the same thing. Um, my books, I have people help me ship them because I sell a lot of books, man. But as far as editing and this and that, um, not not doing it right now. I do plan on changing the format a little bit, and we're gonna we're putting together a little bit of a studio where I can start bringing some people in my office, and we can sit and have a conversation and interview. And maybe I can. I want to talk to some people. I know some influencers that are rich as fuck and don't make any money from being an influencer. I'd like to bring those guys in to talk to you, not the influencers. You know, guys like me. You know, I'm more of an influencer than I am rich. You know. I mean, I'm worth 3 million bucks, man. And I'm doing this game every day. And I, I became a millionaire in 8.2 years. And my way, you know, there's a lot faster ways. But in the midst of my way, I want to tell you something. I didn't have a job. I don't have a job. I haven't had a job since I was 32 years old. I've made my way as an entrepreneur, selling things, running businesses, this and that, right? And I've accumulated a net worth of $3 million with about 1 million of that in the stock market and about 2 million of that in the real estate market, I don't count shit like cars and furniture. I don't know how much that is. My house is probably 
I don't know, three, 350,000, 400,000, maybe, which my area is kind of expensive. It's the biggest house in the neighborhood. I built it up as I made money in life. Um, I don't have a mortgage. Most of my rental properties are mortgage free. Uh, so I produce a lot of cash flow and I collect dividends. And then I do, I do side work. You know, I used to do, uh, you know, build porches, work on houses, things like that. I was an online marketer. Um, I've written out seven books. I only, I've only, I've taken down several. I only sell three right now. Um, uh, I sell a lot of books now. I run the Money Flow Trading Society. We have four hundred something people in that. Um, and you know, and, and I've flipped land. I'm in the process of flipping a house. So I'm just all about this idea of making money with money. I wake up to allocate assets, and so I wake up Sunday night. I need to do exactly what I just said to you. I need to strategize. What can we do this week that'll push this portfolio of 15 rental properties and 50 stocks further? What can I do over here that'll produce more income? What can I do over here that might cut down our, if we are carrying any, I only carry debt that pays me, so any debt like that. But I will carry 90-day debt, meaning I got 90 days to pay it off because I need to pay the due today and I'll make it and pay it out. I do do that some, from time to time. Um you know, what could I do to simplify all of these processes, these, you know, all these 22 insurance policies and nine different accounts and, 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 and you know, and dealing with, uh, you know, getting like termite treatments done on all the properties or having electric, like keeping up with all the maintenance and the management and the leases. And then now trying to apply for a loan. Right. Oh, and, and trading like throughout the day, spending six to eight hours a day on the stock market, trading, reading, like trying to manage all of that stuff that's going on, man, you got to be about, you got to strategize like i gotta have big picture thinking going into this this is where the 10 pillars of success come you don't turn three into six on accident i'm gonna do it the way that i got to one and that's just through fucking hustle every day look for the opportunities look for the deals look for the margins look for shit other people aren't saying try to get ahead of it build a big position get the house cheaper flip it sell it remodel it repair it rent it whatever to get that money coming in man um I need to reflect last week. What did I do? Did I mess up? What did I get right? What did I get wrong? Just to reflect as far as learning. Football teams do that. Number four, I need to read or listen to something new to help me with some new skill set. No matter how simple it may seem, it could be fucking door handles, putting on doors, uh, putting on uh, doorknobs. It could be using the phone better, like how to use your email, how to cloak your, 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 your stuff, how to store your pictures. Just something, just some little task. Learn and study and read on that. A little bit every day. It's amazing what you can accomplish in a few months. Be walk around in a life of grateful abundance, meaning you believe that you have a right to get rich and that you will receive more, and that life does. It, 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 you are in flow with the money flow, and be generous, man. Give big tips. Be a nice guy. Be generous, and I hope that helps. Sorry I went so long. God bless. All right, hey guys, thanks for listening to the Science of uh, Getting Rich podcast. Um, Hope this helped. We read some letters. We did some talking. I love you guys. If you don't, I don't know. I have that course coming out. It's only $40 if you pre-order. It's $47 after that. It's just getting started with stock charts. If, you, if you're good on it, don't worry about it. Don't let me guilt you into it. If you think I can help you with something or whatever, I'll probably try to drop a bonus in there because I know some of you guys will just buy it to be cool to me, and that's cool. Appreciate it. And in that case, I'll try to put something in there. I always do try to over-deliver. You know that. Um. Anyway, hope that helps.